And now, Ravage Love. Dig through the ditches, burn through the witches. I slam in the back of my Dracula. It's episode 30, season 3 of Ravage Love. Hi, Julie. In October. It is our October. Hi, Renee. Pumped to be chatting with you one more time. Oh my god. I'm you know what? I'm glad it's like five episodes. You know? Yeah, this this our October we got a a real treat with five separate weeks. So five opportunities for you to shine because you truly come alive in the time of our October. And yeah, I'm yeah. yeah, I'm really happy for you that you're able to. Um, cause it's not my jam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here we like, are. I can't are. thrive in any other month. I mean, maybe going forward, um, Easter will, is going to continue to be wacky, but, oh, um, yeah. you know, I just, although I do have some juicy ones lined up for the holidays. I oh, see, that's what I was going to say is like, that's my, like, give me some corny christmas that's my fucking jam right there but we did discover quite accidentally that easter does provide some extremely filthy stories so um you know definitely leaned into the breeding fetish over easter (laughs) yeah i mean if you dream it it you can make it happen like every everything it all it, it all exists and you know i i found this week that whatever my mind went to i was able to find something related to it. and not only was i able to find something related to it i was able to find a dildo that matched oh yeah that's my fun fact for this week every single book i read had some kind of dildo that you could pair it with like a nice wine oh wow okay yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, now you got me thinking about the book that I read this week and envisioning some sort of sex toy to accompany it. But uh, I like this. I like this. You're right. It's like, um, fuck wine pairings. As someone who doesn't drink wine, um, and I can't have cheese, so fuck that mm-hmm. cheese pairing. It's all about what sex toy will go with this story. I think that yeah. might be a new segment for our show. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. Uh, but I'm ready. I'm dying to know what you read, Julie, because this week was dealer's <sighs> choice and we went, we, we agreed to go hard. We absolutely did. And dealer's choice is already mm. opening up a lot of opportunities. But when you said go to a dark place, I, mm. <laughs> whoo. Okay. So I read a book called have some fun exclamation mark. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. By Kay. Shellington, also known as Der Lilith. So, or Dire Lilith? I think Dire Lilith. Yeah, so Dire Lilith is uh, known in the world of adult erotic artwork. So having published several free and low-priced books at Smashwords in the past, she's very comfortable in the knowledge that her writing is hot and her fans are even hotter. She's available for commissions of both hot 3D erotic art... Oh. As well as literature. 
So, you know, that's just a little fun fact about what I could find, or what I could find from um, Kay Shellington, a.k.a. Dire Lilith. Um, And the cover, I mean, again, y'all, follow us on the Instas because uh, you gotta, gotta see the cover of this book. It is creepy. And it was free. Which is why I was like, okay, I'm just going to try it out. Very short, 29 pages. It was published in 2013. And the fucking Kobo review says, (laughs) one sentence, should have more sex, good clown content. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I chose motherfucking clowns. Now. For people who know me personally, you know that I am perplexed by people's phobia of clowns. And I see this as someone who's an elder millennial, kind of, you know, um, hybrid with Gen uh, Gen X, where we were collectively scarred by Stephen King and Pennywise. So Mm. there's entire generation of us who are terrified of clowns. But I was not that person. Because my mother was a professional clown when I was growing up. And so when people were afraid of clowns, I'm like, you're a fucking loser. It's someone's mom in makeup. Like, why you gotta be weird about it? So I have zero, zero phobia of clowns. Like, I am blasé about clowns. So I thought, this is perfect because I'm afraid of my own shadow. I can't even watch Law and Order at home by myself. And Renee's telling me to read some freaky shit. So I'm gonna stick with something... That is not terrifying to me. Oh, but it was terrifying in other ways. So. Okay. All right. Stephanie is a young college student who is going to a Halloween party with her friend. And the author just casually mentions that her friend has this little habit of roofing people that she thinks are no fun to force them to get out of their comfort zone at parties. And that sounds like a good friend. I mean... (laughs) So she is a little bit introverted, but and they're going to this Halloween party and like very similar to Mean Girls, she is like, oh, a Halloween party and I want to be comfortable. So I'm going to dress like a jester. And her friend's like, Ugh, why don't you go with like something fun and sexy? And she's like, no, I want to be comfortable. Fuck it. I look like a court jester. Let's run with it. <laughs> so she's wearing her court jester outfit. She's having a time. All of a sudden things go dark. She opens her eyes and she is contained somewhere and she is freaking out, realizes she's been drugged and is stuck in a box. And then all of a sudden she sees light, the box opens and she realizes that she's being saved. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God, thank you so much. But it's the creepiest clown she's ever seen in her entire life. And it turns out she wasn't just in a box. She was buried alive. No. So she is like, ooh, and runs away. And then a whole motherfucking posse of clowns (laughs) starts chasing after her. And fucking juggaloos or whatever. They're just like chasing after her. And there's like- Julie, they're called juggalos. I call them juggaloos because they're (laughs) so fucking stupid and funny to me that I call them like bugaboos. Juggalos. I call them whatever I want to call them. So picture like a parade of juggalos, which sounds like a cereal, let's be honest. Um, Honey bunches of juggalos. (laughs) Um, Anyways, uh, 
they start like chasing after her and there's like a really really fat one and then there's like a really skinny one and they're all just like creepy with like blood dripping down then she realizes she's been bit in the neck and so (gasps) she's got like blood dripping down her neck she's being chased by these creepy ass clowns and then she's like begging them like please don't kill me please don't kill me and then there's they start speaking to her in some gibberish she doesn't understand and then she's like oh my god please don't rape me please and i was like oh fuck where is this going and then they respond in English with, no, we just want you to have some fun. And you're like, Ugh. So then they grab her by the hand and they're like, if you just have fun with us, then we'll let you go. And she's like, okay. So they take her on this like haunted walk and she realizes she's in this like fair, like midway carnival situation, but everyone's a creepy fucking clown. There's no like other humans but her. Oh my gosh, at the Gathering of the Juggalos. 100%! A hundo percento. So they grab her, they put her in like one of those like dinky little roller coasters that you do at like the county fair and shit. (laughs) And it's going through this like haunted house, but she's like, wow, this is like very, like very, very creepy. And this doesn't look like actors. And then it turns into like these fucked up sex scenes so one clown is being blown by other clowns and then he like jizzes all over the faces of the clowns and their clown makeup is like pouring (laughs) down their faces and shit um and then like again then then they're like okay we're done this roller coaster she's like okay so is this me having fun they're like no you're not having fun yet so then they take her on a corn maze and she's running through the corn maze and realizes she'll like turn a corner and it'll be like two clowns banging and then she'll turn another corner and it's like one clown pegging another clown and then like just fucking people who look dead but in creepy clown makeup just fucking each other and then one of the clowns comes on to her and even though she has described at length that he's like skinny and has like long fucked up gnarly fingers and shit and he smells like garbage and his breath is literally hot garbage She's just like, oh, whatever. Lean into it, I guess. So then he finger bangs her with his nasty, like... Oh, 100%. Then she opens her eyes from being in, like, a moment of pure ecstasy and realizes that all of these other clowns have gathered around to watch her get finger banged. And then she's like, whatever. I'm into it. So then she comes and, like, squirts all over the faces of the clowns. and And they're like makeup is pouring down their faces and then they just go time to go home and music starts blaring and she's like why why did she's like closing her eyes like ah trying to shield herself from the noise and then she opens up her eyes and she's back at the party wearing her clown costume everyone is normal everyone's a human being and she is still like "Ooh, what was that was that a dream it was so hot and then she sees this woman and she's not usually attracted to women, but she's like, ooh, who's this hot bitch? And realizes she's also dressed um, like in a very cute outfit. So she's like vibing. So then she starts grinding up against her. And then, um, oh, she's dressed like a hot pussy, basically. She's dressed like a sexy cat. Um, <laughs> and they're like making out on the dance floor and shit. And then the woman's like, do you want to get out of here? And then Stephanie says, yeah, I know a place. And then goes to walk away and one of the people working the door as the bouncer is one of the creepy clowns and like gives her a wink and she's like let's go the but, end but how did they but was it imaginary is she going back to the carnival to bang well, this broad i don't know couldn't tell you 
then the music happened, and then she woke up in the party. Mm-hmm. So, so where's was the it a dream? Was it a dream? I don't know. It's up to you to decide as the she reader. She drank the fucking poison fago at the gathering <laughs> of the juggalos, and it's over for her. A hundo percent. Oh, she's yeah. just gonna go ahead and reveal the juggalo secret like that, though. Like, I mean, that's not how. No, she's not a self-respecting juggalo. Obviously, not even a little bit. No, bugaboo that bitch. Um, <laughs> so, um, what I found shocking. Well, I and I, I, I don't mean this to be insulting, but I was struck by how the writing was actually quite good. And there, yeah, like the, the, yeah, like it was like, there were typos, although there was a weird thing that I'm like, this must be intentional. But anytime she said God in the sense of like, oh my God, or like, I think generally just like, oh my God was said several times. Um, it said gods, which yeah, I was like, you know what? my book did that too. One of my books. Yeah weird i don't know what that is about so it i mean it felt intentional because it was in multiple places and it there were no other typos throughout the book but yeah it like solid writing was it hot no uh i can't get behind a nasty like um, mm -mm. i can't i cannot get and that was really the only Mm. sex that she was a part of was when she was finger banging in a corn maze but um, but there was sex. I mean, there was plenty of it. So I would say maybe two out of five candy corn. I'll give it two out of five candy corn. Um, okay. yeah, because it wasn't, the writing was solid and there weren't weird, like, descriptors for genitalia. Like, there was whatever my book was a couple weeks ago where she just threw a bunch of adjectives in there. <laughs> um, so, like, this woman, if she is in fact a woman, uh, like, if she wrote anything else, that wasn't creepy, I think I might get into it because I was like quite impressed with the writing. And for a story that was 29 pages long, she um, definitely did some world building. Let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So uh, that was Have Some Fun! Exclamation mark by Kay Shellington, a.k.a. Dire Lilith. That's what I read. I I imagine her squirting like you know those like flowers that clowns wear that like oh, that's how I imagine it. I love yeah. that. I always used to think. Oh, and I was gonna say TMI, but then I was like, our entire show is NS. That's all it is. W and TMI. Um, I always thought. I mean, it is grossly exaggerated in pornography. To be clear, um, grossly exaggerated. But I always thought it was like that wasn't a real thing, and then. Um, then I made someone do that and was like, oh, you can, you can in fact make someone actually not just like gush a bunch of shit, but squirt like a flower on a clown's lapel. <laughs> <laughs> and I was almost like impressed with myself at that time. I was like, oh, this is a real, like, it just felt like a, like a Bill Nye uh, moment where you're like, oh, I learned something new today. Inertia uh, is the property of matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a great visual, especially because they were yeah, the so. creepiest of clowns. Yeah. But now, you know, I'm like, this is no dig at your mother, okay? I've met your mother, she's lovely, she does not smell. No. But I imagine all clowns smell. 
Uh, I mean, like we all small, saw like, Austin Powers, right? Carnies, small hands, smell like garbage. I do believe I, that. Wait, like, no, uh, Julian, they smell like cabbage. Get you know what? That's offensive. No, to the good carnival folk. He said they smell like cabbage, and you know that. Okay, Is that what I said. You said garbage. Oh, I Freudian slipped that. My bad. I did mean small hands that smell like cabbage. I did mean okay. cabbage, but you know it says a lot that I slipped out with garbage. Yeah, I mean, again, like, I just have such a biased perspective on clowns. I just think they're someone's mom. Or I picture, like, I truly, Pennywise is, like, third on my list when I think of clowns. Fuck, he might even be fourth. One is my mother. Two, a Cirque du Soleil clown, which are typical clowns. Three, three, um, Le Clown Samuel. Exactly, exactly <laughs> what I was just gonna fucking say. I was ready to sing the song. Okay. Le Clown Samuel from Marie Soleil. If you're not French Canadian, you might not be familiar. And actually, fuck it. Pennywise has been bumped down to third. So one is my mom, two yeah. is Cirque Soleil, three mm. is Clown Samuel, fourth is Steve O. Because <laughs> Steve O went to clown college. So he's like a, a legitimate clown. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and then five would be Pennywise. And actually, oh, wow. fuck, Pennywise might even be six because I just realized one of my old bosses also went to clown college in Quebec. <laughs> oh, wow. It's, you just are surrounded by jokes all the time. Just fucking jokesters all the time. And that's why, like, it honestly, I have tried to be creeped out by clowns. Like, I've tried. And I appreciate the, um, I don't like, the acting of both it the original and the remake like i do i'm just like wow that is like you were doing the most to look creepy as a clown but i can't i just can't tap into being afraid i just can't do it but fuck me up with dirty fingernails trying to finger bang someone i'm like this is the most horrifying thing i've heard (laughs) Mm -mm. no like nothing else creeped me out honestly other than the just the fucking UTI this poor woman was gonna get oh, from right? like she, a gross oh. clown. That and bad oral hygiene. Like, I can't deal with bad breath, bad teeth. Cannot mm. do. The one common thing that every person I have dated or slept with has had is good teeth. 100%. Women, men, doesn't matter. They all had good champas because I don't like nasty ass teeth. So... Uh, but I think it just goes to show that when it comes to horror and it comes to everything else that we talk about, good or bad, right? Like not yucking someone's yum also means yeah. there are, there's no such thing as really kind of universal things that everyone is afraid of because yeah, yeah, clowns are not, not ev- my phobia. Not everybody. Um, we got to come up with a don't yuck your yum, but for being afraid. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, I'm gonna we'll ponder. So, what'd you um, read? Because it sounds like you read a couple things to find a gem, yeah? I did. I read a number of books, um, all real short, because um, I wanted to find the best. I wanted to find the best of the best. Um, I'm just gonna go through the list of some of the things I read. Um, yeah. Gremlins. Ooh. Corn. As like an insertion thing. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. Ghost Cuck. Oh. And the, I also read a clown book, Julie. Um, but I, I'm not talking about it today because that's not the, the one I chose. Um, my clown book um, was a very interesting fetish. It was Tickle Torture. Oh my God. Which is my fucking nightmare. Um, I actually have 
a crack in my skull, a visible crack in my skull. You can see it on my forehead from my dad used to just tickle the shit out of me and not stop, even if I said so. And one time he was doing that and I jumped and I cracked my head off the side of a table and I have a crack in my skull. So tickling's like, "Mm -mm, not for me. But you know what? The book was still kind of spicy. But my clown also had gross fingernails. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Because like his gloves were like ripped in a couple places and she could feel his gross fingernails. Um, And basically he like tickled her until he's like, I'll only stop when you tell me to fuck your pussy. But she couldn't say it because she was laughing too much. Yeah, it was gross. It was really gross, but also kind of hot. Anyway. What I settled on, <clears throat> also, I mentioned all those things for our bingo card, frankly. Um, uh, yeah. Real ones, no. Real ones, no. No. Um, I read Ganged by the Mothman, um, which is a hypnotic dubcon ovipositor sex short. Now, dubcon stands for dubious consent. I yep, we've out. talked about that on the show. But the other yeah. ones, this is new. Mm-hmm. So hypnotic, the reason it's Dubcon is because the Mothmen um, are psychics. I don't know if you knew this about them. Um, and they are said to have hypnotic powers, and they use those hypnotic powers in this story. Um, and I'll get to what an ovipositor is. I'll get there. Um, my book, real short, start to finish, obviously, because I read like a gajillion books. Um, oh, I also read a book about a necromancer who had sex with death the grim reaper know that for your bingo card um and uh it was it was so beautiful the grim reaper was just like what do you want darling i was like this is so lovely which is why i didn't qualify for the show this week and um my book was written by sibley stamps and sibley stamps has a long long history of writing um, tentacle books and books featuring dogmen and dogmen are different from shifters and they're different from werewolves because they're cryptids that are dogmen. Um, exactly what it sounds like. They're dogmen. They're humanoid dogmen, not werewolves, not shifters. Um, and so there's tons of that, tons of tentacle books. Um, Lots of getting knotted by dogmen. There's some Bigfoot ones, one called Squirting for the Sasquatches, all kinds of things. And then there's just one called Spanking from the Cowboy, which I'm like, that's probably the most fucked up one in their entire catalog. I believe it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So here's my story. Um, Clara, Clara's just... I'm going to, I'm going to call her a cryptozoologist. I don't know if that's an official title anywhere, but a cryptozoologist is somebody who studies cryptids like myself. Although I wouldn't call myself a cryptozoologist, even though I'm calling Kara one. (laughs) Um, I just, I'm an enthusiast. What can I say? Um, so she's gone to a passion project. (laughs) It really is. Um, big fan, big fan, uh, specifically the Fresno night crawler, but I digress. It just looks like pants that walk around. It's amazing. Um, anyway, so Kara's gone to Point Pleasant. I don't know where that is. It's just Point Pleasant. And um, she's decided she's going to find the Mothman. She just became really enthusiastic about the Mothman. Like, how could you not? Um, and she's like, I'm just going to find him. I'm going to find the Mothman. And she goes to um, 
she goes to town she starts talking to the locals and they all have a story about you know the mothman because like you do right um it's like how everybody in my family has a ghost story unless they're christian like we all just have a ghost story um but if they're christian they have a miracle story so that's what's up um so she's gonna prove the mothman exists and she's outside of an abandoned warehouse because she knows that the mothman is nocturnal and would only come out at night um now the mothman for those of you who don't know he's a moth and he's a man he's a humanoid mothman um usually covered in black fur or feathers big giant wings very very tall and has big red glowing eyes and in the history of the mothman um he can predict the future and will basically like crank call people telling them the future as like warnings because he's like a heartbringer of death um or he's just you know what he's just using his psychic powers for good but he can't talk mothman can't talk so he uses like um his psychic powers to like talk to people or like a voice modulator maybe in a psychic way i don't know but he would call people on the phone mothman does not call kara on the phone however mothman fucking shows up after kara starts imagining what it would be like to be with a mothman because being on a stakeout is boring julie and your mind wanders um and she lets her mind wander forgetting that the mothman is psychic so who shows up but the mothman and she hears like this clicking sound um and it's the mothman descending from the sky because mothman can fly and the mothman in this story is described as eight feet tall inky black body massive wings um the body is humanoid except for its bug like bug like limbs has no neck it just has a little like round head on top of his giant mothman body and two glowing eyes does does not comment on having antennae but the mothman has antenna um so it's clicking at her and she's like oh okay. hey mothman like what i'm so excited that you're here like she's filming it she's so excited but then she hears more clicking more mothmen show up in fact seven other mothmen show up and she's just like oh wow like this is such a rare opportunity i can't believe this is happening to me um but then she kind of starts to stare deeply into their eyes and their eyes are red and glowing and they just kind of suck her in because they're hypnotizing her um, and they hypnotize her to let her know that she's not in danger that she's safe that she's okay and they really just want to make love to her and she's into it you know and maybe if she weren't being hypnotized she would realize that there's seven of them um but she's you know what she's going for it now the mothman being a moth man um really the only reason that man is in there is because of, of its humanoid shape but it doesn't have traditional man parts for example it has a moth tongue and the mothman mothmen in this book use that tongue to make out with her um she's into it they also use it to put it in her various orifices still into it and the mothman which i assume drinks nectar because the mothman tongue is like all sweet and stuff and she's like i love it um but she's like this is not enough your your tongue's making all my holes gape it's just not enough for me so she's like i want to get fucked by the mothman but the mothman doesn't have a penis julie the mothman has an ovipositor which is yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna 
The ovipositor, or ovipositor, however you say it, is a tube-like organ used by some animals, especially insects, for the laying of eggs. The insects, you know, in an insect, an ovipositor consists of a maximum of three pairs of appendages. The details and morphology of the ovipositor vary. <laughs> but they're very common in um, parasites. Um, and it's just used... There's a, there's a, a, a wasp that uses it to scrape... Um, things to put their eggs in it it's it's it's, it's scary um but there are oviposter dildos you can buy and in fact you can put eggs inside them and lay them inside your body and you know what don't hate it don't hate the idea of that <laughs> not against it um so the mothman just has its oviposter kind of pop out of its abdomen i guess and they start to fuck and she's fucking all of them and she's like yes yes mothman mm, mm. um and then she doesn't want to come yet because she's worried that if she comes the mothman are gonna be finished with her and she's like i'm not ready to be finished how you could hold on that long when you have that many mothmen on you and around you i don't i don't know because they're it's obviously the sexiest cryptid um but she does it um and she notices like as she's like filled up with all these oviposters that um, they're swelling, like they're getting thicker and they're swelling. And it's because they're depositing eggs in her and uh, they're putting them in her pussy and her butthole. Um, and she gets pregnant with all these Mothman eggs and she's just like loving it. Like she just keeps getting filled up with eggs. I don't, and that's, you know what? They all, she's like cover me with your mothman scum like mm, like cover me and she gets covered in mothman juice and they're all like clicking like like the predator or whatever and uh having a great time and then uh she's like thank you mothman thank you and they fly away and that was the story i don't know what happens to her mothman eggs yeah like, it was like oh man is there a to like, be continued like, I think it would be really fun if, like, she gave birth and it's like, these little moth, little moth babies, like, flew out of her, like, like an old coat. Like, woo. You know? <laughs> oh. I, lo I love that. And I love that, like, I, I got to read another story about um The insect. fucking Mothman? Yes. Well, this is my first Mothman book. Um, I, You know what? That's not true. Oh. When I was reading, when I was reading stories for this show, I read another Mothman book, but this is the superior of the Mothman. Sorry, I confused it with Slenderman. You read Slenderman last year. Yeah, and I narrowly avoided a Slenderman book <laughs> yesterday. I was like, no, no. Um, you know what? I didn't hate this story. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I love about you, you freaky uh, bitch. You know what? I am open to the experience. And even though it's it was dub it was dubcon, like I I I didn't feel forced, like, because, you know, she was sending out that vibe. And I don't know if the Mothman would have done anything to her if she wasn't, like, super, like, putting that vibe out there into this, like, cyclical world. Mm -hmm. um, and at no point was she like, I need to get out of this. Like, she was really into it. Even even at one point, she's like, why are they still laying eggs in my asshole? I have so much room in my vagina still. Like, she was... And then they started laying them in her vagina. Um, you know what? I, five out of five um, electric tennis rackets that you use to like hit bugs with in the summer. Oh, fucking brills, buddy! But like, but like on someone's booty. Like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> well, zippy zap. Um, 
<laughs> little zippies. <laughs> okay, well, now you've planted the seed at the beginning of this episode, so I want to know what's the sex toy that accompanies your story? Oh, so this one, so the, the corn one is you can get corn on the cob dildos. Um, easy peasy. Um, and then, like I said, there are avaposter dildos. Like, I, I, okay, just full disclosure, I Googled it. Of course I was you like, did. is this a dildo? And you can go on Etsy. You can go on Etsy and they have like tentacles. They have like dog penises. They have like, they're, and they're hollow and you can buy little silicon eggs for it and you put it inside of it and then you push it up inside your vagina and then you birth it. They're called Kegel eggs, but they're like shaped like fucking, there's one that looks like a little squid mushroom. There's one that's like, it's all bumpy and shit. Like, guys, you know what? You know what? This could be fun for somebody. Oh. This could be fun. What is our philosophy on this show? We don't yuck people's yums. No. No. And I don't hate, don't hate this. Don't hate this trend. You can even buy your own mold to make your own silicon eggs for your own um, Ami or Avipositor dildo. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. You know what? You can get a super gigantic um, alien dildo tentacle right now with free delivery on Etsy. <laughs> a 25% off. It's only $60, guys. Like, come on I, you know and they also have birthing eggs like it's just you don't even need the dildo you can just put the egg and then you birth they have some with little little legs on it like this is a whole it's a whole thing it's- honestly you know the things we have discovered on this ravage love journey together everything from you know the deep love for amish stories to impregnation fetishes to this to people just wanting to push out some silicone eggs i mean again get it whatever floats your boat um there's a sasquatch one like how would they know that unless sasquatch was real julie i mean that is an excellent point um what are you going to read for us this week (laughs) renee it was really hard to pick um, cause the whole book is just fucking, oh. um, yeah. So I'm just gonna, mm, okay. Just, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> Kara shuddered, grabbing frantically at the lead mothman's chest for support. Her knees were bent almost like a squat and she was trying to sit up. The uncomfortable position was exactly where the creature wanted her, though, He held her tightly by her upper arms, keeping her in place. The Mothmen both stayed deep inside, thrusting in short, sharp movements now. This is their tongues, by the way, their moth moth tongues. The penetration was intense, inescapable. Kara tried to relax and accept it. They had ovipositors, her pleasure-addled mind recalled. If If they were getting thicker like this, there was only one reason why. They must be. For some reason, that only turned her on more. Maybe it was because Kara hadn't let herself come yet. The idea of these big inhuman creatures breeding her, making her pregnant, made her clit throb. The feel of the round hard eggs popping out of her holes tipped her over the edge. Intense heat and pleasure shuddered through Kara's body and her holes clenched around the ovipositors, massaging them. Oh God, she moaned. Oh my God. She couldn't move with how they were holding her limbs, so she just shook and came on their shafts, standing between them. Ah! Oh! 
<laughs> the two creatures slid themselves out of her and stepped back. Panting, Kara started to sink down to her knees. Her legs felt really shaky after coming. A strong grip on her wrist stopped her, though. Kara looked up to find another mothman had grabbed her, pulling her back to her feet. He dragged her body against his and sharply buried himself in her sore asshole. Fuck! Kara groaned. Her clip gave an excited pulse as his shaft went so deep that it pushed the egg further inside. And that's, uh, ganged. Ganged by the mothman. Mothman, pardon. Pardon me, this was a group effort. Um, <laughs> didn't Wowzers. hate it. Wowzers. Didn't okay. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, God, what do you... Oh, okay, so you I'm, I can't, I cannot in good faith, like, read one of the gross gnarly finger banging i can't do it so much so instead i'm i'm going to read you a short passage i mean the whole book is very short where she is realizing she's been drugged she's stuck in a and she's stuck in a box so (laughs) (laughs) okay hello somebody help had she been captured that was it wasn't it she'd been kidnapped stupid marty had drugged her thinking to relax her stephanie had seen her do this to a shy girl or two before And now someone else, some pervert, had taken advantage of it. She'd been dragged out of the party at the center of the corn maze and was now at the whimsy of some serial psycho. Let me out! Let me out! Just when tears were starting to spring to Stephanie's eyes in the (gasps) darkness, her face was flooded with light as the top of whatever box she was in was whipped off and tossed away. She blinked and scrambled to get out of the box, reaching her hands around and finding other hands willing to pull her free. Oh my gods! Fuck! Thank you! Thank you! She squealed as she was hefted out of the box. Surely she had been rescued. Surely someone had heard her pleas for help, and now she was free to, to live to a nice and ripe old age instead of as a disgusting trophy in some killer's box of memento body parts. Stephanie's eyes adjusted to the light. She rubbed them with her gloved hands and blinked, trying to look around. Standing up so suddenly had made her so dizzy. The drug was still at work. She leaned on the nearest body, grateful to have some support. And then her vision slowly began to return. What the hell? Stephanie was apparently in a carnival, in a fairground. All around her was a midway, full of rides and game booths and food stalls. The lights hung from every trim, every corner, crisscrossing madly above her head, were super bright and white, almost blinding her. She stared up at them, forcing her vision to clear, but also enthralled by the lights. It almost felt like the overwhelming brilliance was pushing her back, down to the ground. As her eyes continued to lift up, a hand around her back held her to keep her from sinking to the ground. And as Stephanie's gaze wandered inevitably to the face that belonged to that hand, her mouth went into a giant ooh, and her brown (laughs) eyes went wide with terror and fear. A clown was there, face above her own, smiling wickedly and creepily down at her. She struggled to get away, but it was impossible. He was the one holding her, and his grip was incredibly strong. He wore no shirt, and the macabre... I can never say that word. Macabre? Is that how you say it? Macabre? Macabre. Maca- I think it's because I'm, like, social Franco. I'm like, macabre! The macabre white paint on his face went all the way down to where his shoddy pants started. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on his nose was a bulbous but perfectly round and shining red sphere, typical clown fare. The hair around his head that in any other circumstance would have been bald wig with wiry red on either side was real. It was attached. It was his real hair. And the blood that stained his teeth and lips and dribbled down his chin? Was that real too? Oh, gods! Let me go! Let me go! And then uh, it turns into a big old fuck fest. 
that um that was have some fun exclamation mark (laughs) (laughs) so much fun you know i will okay i the only people i know that purposely add an s to god are like my pagan friends like my witchies my witchy poos yes that's Um, why i'm like wondering and the fact that you also saw it in another book i'm like it must be a way must just be like a wink wink that fellow atheists give to each other i guess i no, they're like pagans they're not atheists they're like they're like earth earth babies oh because they the multiple gods or they're just like really into like greek and roman gods because that would be all right too like oh my zeus But like it's not fun to say, oh my god! Like it? No, it it doesn't have the same like oomph. It's like um, an elder in my family who was like very opposed to swearing, and but to his credit, he found really good alternatives because he understood that the joy of swearing is the like, like the sharp like venting of it and so <laughs> when he would watch hockey and get like really pissed off with something he'd go ah oh, box and i just get killed me because i'm like <laughs> box box has the same effect as like fuck it has yeah. the same kind of sharpness whereas like oh my god it doesn't it also sounds like something someone says on fucking scooby-doo and i'm like <laughs> 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 on scooby-doo they say like funk though like yeah, but it just like point. seems like a thing that they would say on that show, and so I, I just, I can't, I can't get into it. I can't do it. Yeah, um, I don't like it. Not no, I don't like it. Like, yeah. just put like G A W D. Like, yeah, oh my do. god! Like, just, yeah, exactly. It's like a good, like, yeah, like a. Well, good, and also, like, ah. if you're telling a story about someone getting finger banged by an old crusty clown, you could just say fuck, right? Like, just yeah, like, oh, but fuck. also, but I also feel like it's like. They obviously believe in magic. And oh, there's no room for magic you, in a Christian God's world. Do you believe in magic? Um, do you think that's what they were having sex to at the carnival and the corn maze? Oh, no, I think it was just like... And then it just goes... Squirt. Um... October delivering hit after hit (laughs) after hit. What are we bringing the kids next week, Renee? We're doing it again, Julie. (laughs) We're doing dealer's choice again because this was such a hit. Such a hit. Um, It's so good. Yeah. I'm not going to read another Mothman, though. I'll read something different. I mean, good for you because that just feels like a lot. Um, I've already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've already found an incredible selection, so I'm I'm excited oh. for next week. But absolutely, I know I say this every week, but follow us on Instagram and Twitter because the cover for mine this week is like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so worth seeing. Mm-hmm. And fill out your bingo cards. So if you're new to the show, we have bingo cards for the month of October, where if you hear one of the words or themes that we mentioned. Um, on the podcast if it's on your bingo card you get a bingo slide into the old dms and we will give you a prize and we're just putting it out there but if you're not doing anything the evening of saturday october 30th at 7 p.m mountain time 9 p.m eastern standard time what should people be doing renee well, if you don't have an Instagram account yet, 
go get one because we're going to be on there live doing something. We don't know yet, but it's going to be fun and interactive. Um, and you can join in at any time. We're going to make sure we don't tell a story. <laughs> yeah. So hop on to follow Ravage Love on Instagram, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 9 p.m. Eastern, Saturday, October 30th. We are going to have a Halloween themed Ravage Love Instagram live. Last time, it wasn't even fucking Halloween. And we dressed all the way up for Kentucky yeah. Fried Chicken and their short romantic film that they made starring Saved by the Bells, Maria Lopez. And we went fucking hard in the paint for a KFC yeah. night. So you know we're going to bring you nothing but gems it's on true. Saturday. So join us. Please do. Please, Please do. do. And uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's <laughs> all this week, folks. Yeah, and if you haven't noticed already, I've gone to great pains to come up with the best names for these episodes that are only featured on um, wherever you download your podcast. So check it out, because I'm really proud of them. I'm really proud of myself. As you should be. You are so creative, and I say this all the time, but you <laughs> are you. absolutely the funniest person I know. Oh, yeah, and I will not rest until you get the job that you were put on this earth to do, which is working as a comedy writer. So in the interim, go gas up Renee by following us on socials and by following, yeah, by going to download the potties and having a, having a little hat tip to Renee's brilliance and wit. Thank you. I just want to give everybody a gale time. Like that's how I live to give. We'll not rest that until note. everyone's having a gay old time. Um, all time. Yeah. Do you wanna, Julie? Mm -hmm. Is it? I don't know. Like, would it be weird if, if you sang us out right now? If I like sang a little ditty about yeah, like, a place made of fabric, hundred <clears throat> percent. Ravage love, ravage love. Bye, bye. Artwork for the podcast was created by Karen McKnight. Special thanks to Press Start to Join for production assistance. For gaming and tech news, search Press Start to Join or on social media at PS the number two J Show. Connect with us online at Ravage Love on Instagram and by email at ravagelove.podcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm.